Shea butter and popcorn. <laughs> okay, let's start the show. Shea butter and popcorn, the final season. Let's get it. Sit back, relax, and listen. Friday's gonna have you glistening. Get ready for a real good vibe. Shea butter and popcorn. Now live. Welcome to Shea butter and popcorn with Paj and Chels, season five, episode thirteen. Shea Butter and Popcorn is the podcast where your neighborly film fanatics review our favorite films and shows. This is where real life and cinema intersect. My name is Chelsea, a.k.a. Chels, singer, actor, blogger, podcaster, and all-around movie lover. And it's Tajiana, a.k.a. Taj, also actor, director, lover of Black stories, Black narratives, and Black everything. Welcome, or welcome back to the show, y'all. Yes, so excited for this. Also, happy December, everyone. Whoa, what? Happy December. It's my birth month, y'all. It's your birth month. Oh my God. Your birthday's (laughs) in like two weeks. Come on now. Come on now. Sag season. Shout out to Sagittarius is out there, you know what I'm saying? Gang, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) This is so fun. Love it. We're going to talk about offbeat comedies that are so witty. This is Patricia. Pass the potatoes. Okay, you see what I did there? I just keep thinking of the vine. <laughs> but Trisha! <laughs> like, what the heck? Oh, so there I was. Barbecue sauce on my titties. And she's just oh like, my God. Right, I was sitting there. <laughs> so I was sitting like, there. who? So I was sitting there, barbecue sauce on my titties. What? <laughs> just casually, like, you know, this is a, you know, random, normal information, piece of information that you needed to know. So hilarious. I'm so sick. Oh my gosh. Wes Anderson is notorious for these type of movies. Films like 2007's The Darjeeling um, Limited, 2009's Fantastic Mr. Fox, 2014's The Grand Budapest Hotel, all directed by Wes Anderson. He's known for clever, offbeat type of comedies. And like, he does um, something interesting where he's like acting troops, I feel like a traveling acting company because he always like has the same sort of, like, actors in his films, like Adrian Brody, stuff like that, and, you know, uh, Royal Tenenbaums with Owen Wilson, so he has the same, like, group, which is interesting. It's very cool. Um, So let's get into it. I'm going to start off with a banger, okay? This movie is one of my favorites, and it's so (laughs) silly. Oh, my God. Napoleon Dynamite, 2004, directed by Jared Hess, available on Amazon Prime. Vote for Pedro, okay? (laughs) Vote for Pedro. I saw this baby on Twitter. Remember that pic, uh, that meme I sent you? This baby's dressed up as Pedro for. Oh home. my gosh! Yes, exactly. <laughs> Y'all better vote, hey. Pedro. Y'all better vote. The dance he's doing I at the just, end. At I the just school. wish I could see Chelsea. This is just <laughs> hilarious. That dance. I feel like that in itself has been revolutionary. Like every time somebody does that, you know. Oh, yeah. This movie is a cultural reset. <laughs> she is the moment. <laughs> I love, it. love it. So this got 72% on Rotten Tomatoes, 88% rating by Google users. In a small town, Preston, Idaho, awkward teen Napoleon Dynamite, awesome name, 
awesome name, okay, played by John Hedder, has trouble fitting in. After his grandmother's injured in an accident, his life is made even worse when his strangely nostalgic uncle, Rico, played by John Grease, shows up to keep an eye on him. With no safe haven at home or at school, Napoleon befriends the new kid, Pedro, played by Efren Ramirez, a morose Hispanic boy who speaks little English. Together, the two launch a campaign to run for class president. The way that he would talk, he'd just be like, God. Like, almost like a surfer, kind of, like, like dumb jockey voice, but at the same time, he was like, this tall, gangly, lanky nerd with the glasses and the curly ramen noodle hair. Like, just Not like an It's gonna be mine. Um, <laughs> Amazingly. <laughs> oh, gosh. Memories. Oh, my God. That meme was everywhere. Actually, that meme circulates every end of April, actually, online. It's just jumping. Justin Timberlake's name is like, Guess what month it is? <laughs> right. The face. Guess <laughs> guess what, guys? It's time. <laughs> it's gonna be mine. Um, anyway, that is a classic. Please watch Napoleon Dynamite. I mean, honestly, it will bring you so much joy. It kind of is like, I feel like it's our generation, because like growing up, 2004, we were young kids, that it's like our generations of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, sort of. I would equate it to that. You know, yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. We've been saying, wow, I've been thinking about that. Or like, that is like, I feel like something that was in my subconscious of like, this movie reminds me of another movie. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, it's our Ferris Bueller for our generation, for sure. I love this movie. Um, Next up, another classic. Ah! <laughs> oh my God, I love this. Clerks, 1994, directed by Kevin Smith, available on HBO Max. Okay, Clerks. Oh, this was also a cultural reset. This movie was a whole mood. It was just like, oh my God. Clerks, I feel, is a whole like aesthetic on Tumblr. <laughs> at the same time 89% by Rotten Tomatoes 90% Google users enjoyed it so it's so 90s as well the whole aesthetic Dante played by Brian O'Halloran is called in to cover a shift at his New Jersey convenience store on his day off first of all what I don't want to do that his friend Randall played by Jeff Anderson helps him pass the time neglecting his video store customers next door to hang out in the quick stop the uneventful day is disrupted by news that one of Dante's ex-girlfriends has died. After attending her memorial service, Dante muses over staying with current girlfriend Veronica, played by Marilyn uh, Gigliotti, hope I'm saying it right, or reuniting with ex-Caitlin, played by Lisa Spoonhauer. This movie is like a stream of consciousness where it's also like, I don't know, I don't want to say it's a movie about nothing, but it's like everything happens at the same time nothing's really happening it's like almost like filming a day in the life of somebody who's just like aimlessly like floating around and like seeing a little inside peek of what they're doing and it's just about the grunge era and the monotony of like okay um the grunge era we know was stemmed from people having too much excess in the 80s you know and you know women growing back to work in the 80s so much excess so much you know you can be anything and like you know reaganomics and that whole era right and 90s we were more like conserve greenpeace help the environment grunge you know you know waste not want not and so just that whole energy there very hipster very hippie that is another comedy yes so it reminds me of ghost world with thor birch and scarlett johansson so that kind of same 
type of vibe. Um, but Clerks is such a mood. It's such a great, great movie. It's very funny. Next up for me is Tootsie, 1982, directed by Sidney Pollack, available on Hulu. I love this movie. My my mom showed me this movie, me and my sister when we were young, and Tootsie is so funny. Mm-hmm. It's so good. 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, 84% rating by Google users. This film won the Academy Award for Best Actress in a Supporting Role in 1983 for Jessica Lange. Jessica, please come back to American Horror Story. <laughs> please come back. So good. Um, so you have New York actor Michael Dorsey, played by the legendary Dustin Hoffman. Films like Wag the Dog, Okay, The Graduate, you name it is a talented perfectionist who is so hard on himself and others that his agent, played by Sidney Pollack, yes, he is also the director of this film, can no longer find work for him. After a soap opera audition goes poorly, Michael reinvents himself as actress Dorothy Michaels and wins the part. He goes as an older woman. What was supposed to be a short-lived role turns into a long-term contract, series regular, hello, what? Above the line, come through. But when Michael falls for his castmate, Julie, played by Jessica Lange, complications develop that could wreck everything. So it's like Mrs. Doubtfire, but he's doing it to be a working actor and not to be with kids. Kind of like that. But it's really sweet. It's very good. Um, Funny. It has a lot of heart, a lot of warmth. Tootsie's Tootsie's great. Tootsie's a classic. Um, Please check that out. Last up for me this week. (laughs) Did we just become best friends? Did we? Did we just become his friends, Sash? I don't know. Did we? I think so. Did we? <laughs> Stepbrothers. <laughs> Come on. Stepbrothers, y'all. 2008. Okay. Gosh. My gosh. I said this week we're about siblings and offbeat comedy. So this is my one sibling movie. 2008, directed by Adam McKay, available on Netflix. All right. And actually, all these movies I actually saw with my sibling, my sister. <laughs> I just thought about that. We watched all these together. So many great one-liners in this movie. It's so entertaining. My sister loves Will Ferrell. Like, she, she's a huge Will Ferrell fan. You have Brennan Huff, played by Will Ferrell, and Dale Doback, played by John C. Riley, have one thing in common. They are both lazy, unemployed leeches who still live with their parents. But when Brennan's mother and Dale's father marry and move in together, it turns the overgrown boy's world upside down. Their insane rivalry and narcissism pull the new family apart, forcing them to work together to reunite their parents. This movie is so, so funny. So, honestly, I feel like a lot of people have seen this, or at least know different lines. It's from this movie. It's classic. Um, Yeah, it's just like really silly humor and kind of offbeat because you got like grown men who still live at home and it's like okay what what's going on here but please check that out those are my films for this week Taj you let me know what yours are I love those all so good so good I have a few starting with <laughs> one of my favorite films I feel like it's just I feel like it's so memeable Ratatouille um I think that Ratatouille with the type of comedy it is it's more family comedy um, but you can watch it on Disney Plus if you have that or rent it on um, Apple TV, YouTube, or Google um, Movies. But this movie is such a classic. 96% on Rotten Tomatoes, 93% Google users. The first time in a while I'm seeing the Rotten Tomatoes rating higher than the Google users rating. Don't know what's going on here. But um, we all love Remy <laughs> the Rat. Um, he dreams of becoming a great chef. 
despite being a rat um, in the definitely rodent phobic profession. Uh, he moves to Paris to follow his dream and with the help of the garbage boy, Linguini, funny, um, get it, <laughs> okay. Uh, he puts his culinary skills to the test in the kitchen, but he has to stay in hiding at the same time with hilarious consequences. Remy eventually gets the chance to prove his culinary abilities to great food critic, but is the food good? A Pixar animation. Um, this was directed by Brad Bird. Um, I, I feel like, you know, besides the, you know, success of this movie, um, six, uh, 623.7 million at the box office. I feel like every frame is just so like telling, like it draws you in so much emotion. I think my favorite, um, relating to the subject of food, I think my favorite scene that showcases, um, you know, you have this super like unconventional relationship, talk about offbeat of like this like rat who's a, who is a chef, like what the heck, <laughs> like you would not, you know, put those two things together, like they said, in a, in a profession that is definitely like rodents are not welcomed. Um, I think that that's just a beautiful way to just add a contrast. Um, but I think even a scene that emphasizes it is the scene where he's eating the cheese and the, the, the fruit and like it shows in the animation all the whirlwind of emotions that he feels when he's combining certain foods together I and it just made me so hungry <laughs> i love this movie so much it's a classic because it's a rat in the kitchen my mom hates this movie actually i'm the only i'm let you on a secret i'm the only person in my family who actually likes ratatouille they hate this movie because <laughs> like there's a rat in the kitchen it's disgusting oh. i love it i love ratatouille <laughs> remy's the classic they're like oh god you watching that movie with the rat again <laughs> I get it because it's so it's so nasty it's like a rat in a kitchen like how but you know he's not he's not like the rest he's different um and it's just so funny um because I'm thinking of all the memes that people use with this movie and also like when it was you know flooding in New York and you got these rats you know swimming around I was like yeah that's nasty but it reminds me of thinking of you know them in an unconventional way um, so please, please, if you haven't seen Ratatouille already, come on, please watch Ratatouille for good health. Okay, you got it. <laughs> it's gonna be great. I love this movie. It's just it's just such a classic. Um, next one, another um, fave uh, food related animated film of mine, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. The animation in this film is so like is so unique. They look like they're made out of clay. Like you can just like touch them and they'll be squishy. Um, I pay attention to like how, you know, certain, um, you know, there's different styles of like animation, like all animated characters don't look the same, which is cool. Um, and I love how rounded their faces are. I think it's kind of like a play on the fact that like it has to do with like falling meatballs. So like circular, you know, shapes are, you know, very present in this movie. Um, it's actually on Netflix, available to stream. It's also um, available to rent on Vudu or Amazon Prime. Um, 86% on Rotten Tomatoes, 85% Google users like this movie. Crazy. What's going on? I don't know. These animated films, Rotten Tomatoes is, com is coming through with it. But um, uh, this movie did uh, $243 million at the box office. Um, production companies, Columbia Pictures and Sony Pictures Animation, always giving out some heat. Um, so when hard times hit Swallow Falls... <laughs> Kidding. Okay, sorry, sorry, I know I'm corny. Um, if townspeople can only afford to eat sardines, Flint Lockwood, 
a failed inventor, thinks he has the answer to the town's crisis. He builds a machine that converts water into food and becomes a local hero when tasty treats fall from the sky like rain. But when the machine spins out of control and threatens to bury, uh, bury the whole world under giant mounds of food, Flint finds he may have bitten off more than he can chew. I love the wrestling with the, you know, is our, you know, our underdog is, is our protagonist. Our protagonist is very, you know, lanky and uncoordinated. And as I can say, a failed inventor. So, you know, if you're talking about comedy, that's kind of like wonky. Is this character going to come out on top? Like he's a failed inventor, but thinks he can save the whole town. Right. Flint from food monsters. Flint, you have a call. The Flintstones tutorial. I've the seen this movie. <laughs> the the title, the Flintstones tutorial. I've seen so many times. Like honestly, I think I should have known then that I was gonna be like really quirky. <laughs> like I didn't get it. Yeah, you really love Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. It's, just... it's one of my favorite animated films. It's, I just think it's so entrancing. You know, the pacing of the film in general, even with it being an animated film, like it just builds up so much and you're just like really trying to see if he's going to succeed because he has to overcome so many obstacles once, you know, exactly. this food takes over the land. Mm -hmm. um, and I think once you guys kind of see the movie, if you haven't already, you'll see the tests and trials and tribulations that uh, Flint has to go through in order to um, come out on, on top. So definitely, definitely see yeah. if he bit off more than he can chew especially i mean come on because it's about like being proud of yourself and like loving yourself even if you are weird and off yeah you know that's yeah. what it's really about which is great he made his own shoes mm -hmm. and there's people who gonna love you <laughs> exactly. even are your weirdness there's also that in it too like you know so that's it's just a really nice you know a lot of nice like values okay. and like themes and you know four eyes four eyes you need glasses to see <laughs> How annoying like it didn't even rhyme no i felt that in my soul though because you know i need glasses to see but i gotta it's have my okay. it's okay i moved on i got contacts too now y'all okay she leveled so, up me she leveled up period <laughs> yeah no please 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 watch cloudy with a chance of meatballs the first one and the second movie if you can yeah um definitely definitely watch it for sure the last one has some siblings in it to say the very least uh, 2019 sex tuplets. Yes, it's in the name. Oh, my gosh, 20% on, <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. They did not like this movie. 74% um, of Google users like the movie, though. Um, so, you know, Alan is an expecting father. Um, Alan is played by uh, Marlon Wayans. Love him. Um, and Brisha Webb is, um, plays Marie Daniels. Love her. Um, he is an expecting father. He discovers he has five siblings he's never met before. What? He decides to reconcile and meet his long-lost family before his baby is born. He went his whole life not knowing that he was, you know, a sex tuplet. Crazy. Um, you know, this movie is just hilarious. Um, it's definitely giving, you know, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's definitely getting giving um, uh, Eddie Murphy, <laughs> Nutty Professor, you know, I, I love it because Marlon Wayans, the comedian that he is, has his movie where he plays all of the characters, all his siblings. I that is insane. Um, so it's definitely, definitely a good comedy to watch. I feel like it's just fun. 
um, you know, he finds out that, you know, through, you know, seeking out his birth mother, he finds out that he has all these siblings. And so he's trying to meet all of these um, siblings before the baby is born. So he meets his brother, Russell. And that's the the one that we see most of the time where they go on a road trip to find their other siblings. Um, Don, and she's a stripper serving time in women's prison. Ethan, who is a hustler, he's nasty, who dresses and talks like a 70s pimp while Jasper is marked for his red hair and lighter complexion. <laughs> Baby Pete, who's a small one, suffers from polio. So they all just have very distinct you know, character traits. My favorite is Jasper talking about, you know, <laughs> I'm distracting you. No, I'm not. <laughs> and me and my siblings joke about that every time. Like, that's just the line that we say to each other. It's just hilarious. Um, I don't know. We thought it was funny. I, I did watch this with my siblings. So very sweet. Um, I was just like, this is, you know, more family, more problems, more Marlin. <laughs> So I love the I love the tagline, but it's just a fun one, cute family comedy. Um, definitely, I, I feel like because maybe the pacing was a little bit unconventional, and it's just like a lot happening, you know, randomly. I can see why some people may not have liked it, but I definitely do think that that offbeat nature to it kind of added to the comedy because so much chaos is going on. So go watch Sex Tablets. Um, once again, it is on Netflix. So yeah, those are my picks. So great. Such great stuff, man. Man, I remember, oh man, this movie made me laugh. Thank you all so much for listening. Next week is Decade Duty. We're back with the Decade Duty. We're back. Y'all thought we were over, done with it. We're not. Whoa. We still had a decade we didn't cover, y'all. Decade Duty 2010s, okay? We haven't done that yet. Yeah. I was looking, I was like, we haven't done mm-hmm. Decade Duty 2010s. Like, we've done literally all the other decades. My goodness. And we're going to be recapping the best of Shea Butter and Popcorn Part 1. So, so fun. I'm so excited. So follow us on social media to stay updated on this podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Shea Butter Pop, on Instagram at Shea Butter Popcorn, or follow us individually. You can follow me at Chelsea J Music on Twitter or Instagram. You can follow me at Vagina Beatrice on Instagram and at TalkDeathPodge on Twitter. Yes. Please let us know what your favorite offbeat comedy is or movie about similarly. Let us know. Please. Honestly. I'm here for you. Come on. Tell us. Tell us. Tell us. Tell us. Tell us. All right. Well, you will hear from us next week. All righty. Bye.